Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 416, Six Things to Consider Before Having Kids, because life certainly does change once kids enter the mix, but in my opinion, all for the better. When people find out that I'm the mother of eight kids, Many truly look at me as though I have eight heads, not eight kids. I can see the wheels turning in their minds as they try to figure out which question to ask first. Sometimes I hear a quick retort such as, that's wonderful. And on a really good day, I hear, you sure don't look like you have eight kids. An instant ego boost. But the most common questions I'm asked are, how do you manage to survive raising that many kids without losing your mind and going broke? Or What the heck do you feed that many kids all week long? And every so often I hear, were some of them surprises? Along with, were they all planned? Hey, the size of one's family, I believe, is a very personal choice. Most are surprised to learn that I struggled with infertility for five years, was blessed with a beautiful adoption, and then went on to deliver seven children, making our family complete at our just the right size of eight. My kids now range in ages 11 to 23, five boys and three girls. When they were much younger, I admit I could get a bit defensive when people would comment or question about the size of a large brood. But as time went along, I became much more relaxed with our family size and finally didn't feel the need to justify our decision. Here are six things to consider before your family grows. Tip number one you need to consider your lifestyle. After nearly six years of infertility, we were blessed to start our family through the wonderful gift of adoption. Exactly one year to the day that we returned home with our first daughter, I delivered our first baby, a son. They were exactly 12 months apart, so we went from the carefree life of yuppies to the parents of two babies under the age of one. That's quite a change in lifestyle. But believe me, we weren't complaining. We waited many long years to experience the joy of sleepless nights and wearing spit up on our shoulders. We were delighted to find out that we would welcome our third child one year later after that, as we never dreamed we would have a baby without the help of so many complicated infertility treatments. We were now in the deep throes of parenthood, and there was no turning back. So we decided this felt right for us and that we would have a large family. Daily routines and structure are the way that we hang on to our sanity. 
So when we contemplated adding another addition to our growing family, we asked ourselves the following questions. Are we settled into a nice routine with the other children? Do we have childcare and help with babysitting? Can our home accommodate the space for another baby? Will we have time for one another as a couple? Ha ha. How will a new baby affect the rest of the kids? And do we know how to go with the flow? Or are we a bit rigid in our approach to life? And of course, how will this affect our finances? And more on that later. These are all important factors when you're thinking of having another. Remember, a newborn will take over your life. Consider whether you have the time and energy an infant requires and whether your children are ready to deal with the reality of another baby in the house. Tip number two, your physical health and your age. We adopted our first baby when I was 29 years old and I delivered my first baby at age 30. By the time we completed our family, I was 41 years old. Because of my infertility situation, I got a later start than I had hoped to in starting my family. Depending on when you begin having children, that could be a determining factor as to how many more children that you will have or how much time you space them apart. So age can definitely matter. If you have any health problems that could make conception difficult, that's another important consideration when you start contemplating adding to your family. Talk about the age question with your partner. Many people have a vision of how old they want to be when they're finished having children. You know, right now, I'm one of the youngest moms in my college-aged kids' circles, but definitely one of the oldest ones amongst my youngest daughter's group. This is something to consider when you begin thinking about your next trip to the delivery room. Tip number three, your mental outlook. Do you consider yourself more of a Pooh Bear or an Eeyore when it comes to your outlook on life? As any parent knows, Raising kids is not a walk in the park. The daily responsibilities are endless and you really don't ever get a day off. However, if your mindset is that raising a family is a blessing and probably the toughest job you'll ever love, then hundreds of dirty diapers and weeks of sleepless nights just go with the territory. I've always been more of a laid-back, easygoing personality. So when I had four kids crying and whining all at the same time, Although my nerve endings would twitch, I was usually able to keep everything in perspective. A good friend of mine, however, has sensory issues, and she can't tolerate extra noise and chaos, even for a few short minutes, so she decided one child was the perfect number for her. You know yourself better than anyone, so have an honest heart-to-heart with yourself about how much extra responsibility, work, and energy you think that you can expend by adding a new baby to the mix. This is a great conversation point between you and your partner, as you may balance each other out and find that together, you can absolutely handle one more. Tip number four, your relationship with your spouse and partner. A new baby can make getting a hot shower difficult, let alone maintaining a marriage or a relationship. According to Pamela Jordan, PhD, who specializes in parental relationships and teaches couples how to prepare for a baby, whether or not you succeed, depends on the communication taking place long before the child is even born. In Does Having a Baby Strengthen Your Relationship? Jordan says, What's absolutely essential is two partners make a decision together to have the child, adding that it's vital that both partners make the decision to have the child. And when that's the case, a baby can positively enhance the relationship 
and bring the parents closer together. If parents aren't on the same page, having a child could be detrimental to you as a couple. If you're considering having more children, a Today.com survey suggests that three children is the tipping point for the most stressful number of kids to have. Going from one to two is more manageable than going from two to three, and I totally agree with this. It makes sense because considering you only have two hands, now you and your partner are outnumbered by the kids. So basically, do you and your partner agree? Sometimes one partner is ready and the other isn't. You know, it's hard to be in sync all the time. So sit down together and discuss your points of view. You may not resolve anything right away, but you'll have a better understanding of the issues. Tip number five, your financial situation. Money isn't everything, but it certainly helps when you're raising a family. According to Gallup polls, most people say the ideal number of kids is two. And according to the census, most parents do have two kids. In today's economy, and with the cost of childcare so high, two might be the affordable family limit. According to a recent report from the USDA, expenditures on children by families, the average cost of raising one child today, one child, is over $245,000. And that number does not include college tuition or inflation. Yikes. Costs incurred after age 18 aren't tallied, including higher education. The USDA uses a 2.4% projected inflation rate to find that the inflation-adjusted cost will be over $304,000 per child. It's a good idea to have room in your monthly budget before you conceive another child, but in all honesty, we didn't base our decision to have a large family on our pocketbook. We knew that there would be many sacrifices raising eight children. Yet we did manage to trade off on certain parts of our lifestyle, such as we very rarely went out to dinner or splurged on designer brand labels, so that we could afford to take our kids on vacation each summer and help with college. Consider your work situation, too. Many women find it harder to keep up with full or part-time work once the second or third child comes along. Can you afford to leave your job or reduce your hours if that seems best or to pay for the new baby's child care if you keep your job? And tip number six, your career and personal goals. If you'll be returning to work, you should think about how you anticipate your job and career aspirations fitting into your new life. Will it be okay if you leave at five o'clock every day to pick up your kid from daycare? Or does your job require you to work late hours? Many women have regrets about leaving a successful career behind to stay at home full-time. Or they feel conflicted if they have to leave work to pick up a child from daycare. Being aware and anticipating as much as you can can help avoid frustration later. In addition, keep in mind that adding one or more kids to the mix will also hamper your personal time. My biggest regret early on when our kids were so young was not to continue fostering my personal goals. I had a period of time for a couple of years where I was a bit of a martyr. And you know what? It served absolutely no purpose and didn't benefit my family in the least. How have you decided if you're ready for a new baby? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. And you can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. 
And I hope you'll sign up for the upcoming Mighty Mommy newsletter, which is going to be chock full of practical advice to make your parenting life easier and more enjoyable. Whether you have one beautiful child or eight like I do, all that matters is that you're a family. Thanks for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.